Well, welcome back everyone to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Dusick, and with me we have five ritzy and red hot role players. Ain't none of them a rube. Now, before I introduce them, today we are playing something a little differently. So we are jumping back in time. This is all happening before the events of the rest of the podcast. We are holding a heist. And as such, we are going to introduce our characters. These characters are mostly a mystery to me as much as they are to you. So as I call on you, adventurers, please introduce your name. Introduce your character name and give us a little bit of information about what this character might do, what specialities might they have, but you can also feel free to leave as much as a mystery as you would like. So starting with a couple of our regular players, Toby, could you please introduce your character? Yeah, uh, my name's Toby, and I'm going to be bringing Rigby to the table. Uh, Rigby is a bugbear artificer, and he's sort of the gadget guy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we have the gadget guy. Richard, who are you bringing to the table? Good evening. I am Brother G uh, Butler Jeeves. I am young McSalem's butler, designed to ensure that they do not get up to any, um, dangerous tasks. <laughs> or tasks that would potentially threaten their own livelihood. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, and before we move on to Salem, uh, we do have two special guests joining us. First off, we have Lore. Lore, can you please introduce yourself? Yes. So um, I am playing Lucy the Great, who is a ragdoll tabaxi arcane trickster. So she's just large, fluffy. You know, she's just ready to kind of do whatever is needs to be done. She kind of just plays by her own <laughs> rules. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. And Paul, could you please introduce who you've got coming to the show? Uh, I'll be playing Darthor. Uh, he is a uh, gnome ranger. Um, he's kind of a little bit of a bounty hunter, a specialist kind of thing. And let's have fun. All right. Perfect. And this, as you might have surmised, is a bit of a glimpse into the backstory of one of our characters, the preeminent shadow sorcerer monk that we know. Craig, can you please introduce us to this iteration of Salem? I'm Craig, and this week I'll still be playing Salem. <laughs> but I'll be playing Salem at a bit of a younger age. Salem is uh, well, normally 23, and this iteration of Salem is only 16. Young, sweet, and ready for a heist. Fantastic. Excellent. So, before we move in to the actual action, just so you are aware, audience, we are using a mechanic very much inspired by the game Blades in the Dark. This is a flashback mechanic wherein, at any point, once I've introduced a situation, our players can call a flashback. They each have two flashback points that they can call at any point. There are a few specific rules, such as no flashbacks within a flashback, only one flashback per problem, but this allows us to move forward with a heist, make it feel like Ocean's Eleven without having to do all of that actual planning. So, without any further ado, we jump in directly into the action. It is an evening 
It is about nine o'clock at night. The sun has set over the city of New Republica. There are gleaming black brass towers, skyscrapers flying up to the skies. There are cars motoring down the road. And our five heroes, our five adventurers, our spelunkers, our mischief makers, however they deem themselves, have found themselves at the docks awaiting a shipment coming in from a boat, a shipment of health potions that have been confiscated by the Calcia's crime family. This shipment of potion is uh, intended to go to one of the public hospitals of New Republica, but the crime family has confiscated this shipment in order to sell them at a substantial profit. So, as our party finds themselves at the dock waiting for this shipment, where are you? Where are you looking? What are you doing? Well, Salem's probably up on a roof somewhere, keeping an eye on things from up on high. All right. Salem, up on a roof, keeping view from up high. Jeeves, where are you? <clears throat> Currently right behind uh, young mix, Salem. <laughs> so, uh, what can I be doing for you at this fine moment? Shall I make you a cup of tea while we wait? Jeeves, how, how did you get up here? I have quite a many deal of traits and abilities. How did you... Well, your <sighs> parents have asked for me to keep track of you, and I figured, what better thing to do than assist you on your little journeys in excursions uh, into the night? Yeah, yeah, Jeeves, thank you. That's quite quite kind of you. Um, j yeah, no, no tea. In no, no, no tea. Just, just watch out for any danger. Watch my back, all right? Of course. I just take out a massive halberd and I just kind of ready it around as I uh, okay. then just kind of duck Jeez, right behind Where were you carrying that? <laughs> where do you think? I I don't want to pursue that line of thought. We butlers have various sets of skills. You require something and we provide something. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I will follow you, you lead. Perfect. Uh, as the two of these mysterious figures on the roof, keeping watch, are looking, they look and where would they see their companions? Uh, Lore, where would uh, Lucy the Great be at this moment? I think Lucy would have gotten distracted on the streets somewhere. <laughs> she probably saw a mouse skittering about somewhere and she's just kind of like, she's just wandering around with her rapier kind of like looking to hunt down that bugger. <laughs> no, I don't know what the mission is. I can't remember. There's some mouse out there with my name on it. Amazing. So she's, she's just wandering around. She's forgotten Wand everything. Wandering around, not where she's expected to be. No. Uh, looking over to where... Uh, Lucy the Great was supposed to be from their own vantage point. Uh, Toby, where is Rigby? Um, I imagine Rigby is hiding. Like, I, I don't really know what the doc looks like, but I would imagine he's kind of hunkered down, like folded himself into as small as possible space, hiding in like a barrel or a crate kind of near <laughs> near the water with just like these like this one little eye hole just like waiting and lurking <laughs> absolutely uh 
Toby, there's only one requirement for that. You, uh -huh. The barrel <laughs> has to have no bottom so that you can just pick it up and scuttle your feet forward and then poke it back down. Uh, very cartoon-like. Excellent. Yes. That. All right. I love that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, excellent. And our final member, uh, Paul, where would Darthor be hanging out? I think Darthor would find um, like a flanking position, like find an alleyway or something that just around the corner and basically keeping a lookout. Okay, great. Yes, you are keeping a lookout. You know that this shipment is due to come in on a ship in the dead of night at darkness. Uh, it is dark already. And you've been informed that the ship is likely to arrive, not at midnight. Midnight is much too cliche, but around 9.45. And as you sit and watch and take stock of everything going on, you see two cars motoring through the dark, gloomy docks, and you find their headlights extinguished. Uh, the only sounds they're making are the sounds of tires on the roadway, but they seem to be powered by some sort of arcane mechanism that makes them move as silently as possible. These two cars coming from the west come to a dock that currently has no ship. And as these two cars come to a stop, you watch as pouring out of the back of these cars, you see four thugs wielding Tommy guns, uh, and you see uh, these thugs are human and elven some of them are half elven uh, and you see the two drivers stay in the cars themselves of these big lorry trucks uh, and then after about a minute you see a small gnomish man uh, step out of the car one of the other like guards brings forward a little step stool so that he can descend from the car. Uh, he's wearing a bright, bright powder blue uh, pinstripe tuxedo uh, with a top hat, and he's carrying a decorative golden cane. Um, he's got quite a big belly, and as he steps down, you hear him say, Are we on track for our shipment today? Uh, and one of the guys says, Oh yeah, boss, yeah. Should be coming in and uh, pulls out a little stopwatch in about five minutes, all right? Uh, everyone uh, everyone who knows about this is here. Everyone else is quiet. This is a hush-hush job. Uh, would anybody like to do anything as these people arrive, or do you want to wait for the shipment to actually arrive? Salem is, uh, is looking around, you know, is checking in, probably talk to people ahead of time about where they were going to be waiting Rigby is down at the docks in a barrel of course I can see them <laughs> Darthor is, is just skulking in an alley nearby but I can't see Lucy unless that's changed yeah well Lucy's not where Lucy is supposed to be I know that's what yeah. Laura is Lucy still not where Lucy is supposed to be I think that Lucy would probably hear the commotion and she would see the shiny man with the top hat and <laughs> then promptly hide behind a wall or some boxes some crates to kind of like <laughs> investigate further 
She's forgotten all about the mouse at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. The only thing that can distract from mice, shiny things. I'm grateful. Absolutely. Uh, So as uh, this kind of, this group of thugs are waiting, uh, anybody who wants to make a a history check or a streetwise check. And a streetwise check is something that if you feel like your character is someone who would know something about, you know, the criminal organizations within uh, the city, you can make a check with your wisdom modifier plus proficiency. Uh, anybody who wants to could make one to see how much they know about this character, what sort of information they gained in their preparation. That was I've got a 19 ones? for history. Oh, we can okay. roll history. Yeah, yeah you could roll uh, history or streetwise, whichever. Does a, sorry, does ba- Dar- uh, Darth Thor's background as bounty hunter help on this? Ooh, uh, can you read out the, ba- the, uh, the background to me? Uh, so for bounty hunters, like the urban bounty hunter, the feature is ear to the ground. Uh, you are in frequent contact with people in the segment of society that you choose uh, chosen quarries move through. Uh, those people might be associated with the crime underworld, the rough and tumble folks of the street, or a member of high societies. Uh, the, this connection comes in the form of a contact in any city you visit, or a person who provides information about the people and place of the local area. Perfect. I think that sounds absolutely perfect. I think that makes, I would say you could roll that with advantage. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and so, sorry, we got a 19 from Jeeves for <laughs> yes. history. All right. Uh, and uh, anybody else get above uh, 15? Yeah, I got a 22 on history. Okay, perfect. Uh, so uh, the two history. Uh, you know several things about this figure. This is uh, Brayden Calcias. He is a member of the Calcias family. He is interesting and odd in that typically the Calcias are a an elven crime family, but it seems like Brayden has managed to kind of elevate himself in their renown. You know a lot about the history of the Calcias, uh, but the Calcias basically control the docks. Um, but the history that you know is that, uh, like many of the crime families in New Republica, uh, they've been around for quite a long time, uh, but they started flourishing after the defeat of the corruption. Are, are they are, are they elven so that you could pull off the the accent again? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, is that is it is it because they're a bunch of plumbers? I have no idea what you're talking about, Craig. <laughs> and frankly, I find that uh, insinuation insulting. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> um, Canonically, you have to do that accent at least once then in today's oh, session. It's got to oh, be at least once. For sure. Uh, canonically, there will definitely be a very bad Mario impression at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes. Uh, so you know that uh, they've been around for quite a while. Um, and even back before this was New Republica, back when this was a city known as Port Lorraine, the Calcias were one of the elven families who controlled it, or not really controlled it, but operated in the area. And eventually they turned to a life of criminality and smuggling. And now they ro- mostly run a protection racket. Um, and I think... Uh, with a history check as well, uh, you know that 
uh, Braden Calcias came out of something rather uh, distinct from a lot of like crime toughs. Like he didn't grow up on the streets. Uh, he was educated at a university. Um, he has like very supportive family. Uh, and for him, this is fully just like the best uh, economic business opportunity that he found was not paying taxes uh, and charging people like significantly more than they would be normally. It was just made good economic sense to Braden. Um, and uh, anybody rolling a streetwise check, uh, what did you guys roll? I got 18. 18. I got a nat one. A nat one. Uh, he's very <laughs> shiny. He's very shiny. His Even his suit, even though it's like a fabric, it's, it, it catches light and shimmers. Uh, uh, Salem, what did you get if you rolled? Young Salem doesn't actually have Streetwise yet. Okay. Not very wise noise in the street. Uh, and does have history, but rolled posh. Okay, perfect. Um, so I think... Um, yeah, geez, uh, you kind of picked up a little bit of the slack of young mix Salem. Uh, maybe tried to like, you kind of figured out what was going on. So you did as much research as you could. Um, I like to imagine that this entire thing was planned without Jeeves' knowledge and then just <laughs> saw that Salem was leaving and just followed. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I get uh, big uh, butler from Artemis Fowl vibes from Jeeves. Yes. Yes. I wish I've seen the series, but I, from what I would have know about the series, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm, I'm glad you get that too, Marcus. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rigby, I think you have uh, done a good amount of like prep for this mission. As a, like, I think you like to maybe go in with a little bit of information, or this is just some stuff that you studied at one point. Um, but uh, Darthor, as a bounty hunter, you know that. Uh, Braden Calcius, amongst all of the other stuff that we've discovered, um, has an incredible penchant uh, for not only fancy clothes and shiny items, but also um, is very, very much... Uh, well, he has small man complex. Um, he does not like the fact that he is shorter than everybody else in the Calcius crime family, Uh and he is ruthless uh, when someone kind of points out his height. Mm. Uh, it's a bit of a reputation thing that you've known that uh, that's kind of his, like his Achilles heel, his weak spot is having someone talk about his height. Mm. Another short guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, perfect. As you are watching um, after a moment, you all see a ship, a small ship, um, which seems a little bit, it's not as like, um, it's not as big or much like, uh, it's not as like useful as you would expect an actual like official ship to be carrying a bunch of medicine. You get the feeling that uh, this has been raided somewhere else and is in fact coming in. And as this ship comes in, uh, Braden says, yes. well, business time get to it uh and you watch as all of the thugs start running forward tying up and about a minute or two later uh some crates start getting unloaded these are crates that are about uh four foot by four foot uh that get put into the back of the trucks um after about 10 minutes of loading 
people look around uh, and yeah, no one sees anything. Um, and they uh, begin to move away. What would you guys like to do? <clears throat> Young Salem, would you like me to perhaps create a distraction? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, it's just, I'd like to spend a flashback. Uh, and absolutely. Suggest that maybe we've got a spike belt for Jeeves to roll out across the entrance and cut that car off. Amazing. All right. So we are going to move into a flashback. So the entire group, uh, as part of this planning thing, uh, you, in fact, did have a the like the knowledge that you needed some sort of spike belt uh a spike belt isn't something that you just have lying around right you need to uh, find it i bet rigby built it <laughs> yes Absolutely. so i think awesome i think uh i think what i want to do is have a little bit of that scene of uh you guys talking about needing that spike belt so if someone wants to broach that subject we are now a couple of days in the past, we have stepped back in time. We are at Rigby's warehouse at their workshop where he is working and tinkering on things uh, and joining in his workshop. I think already uh, we have Lucy the Great uh, and Darthor in there practicing a few things, working on some stuff in preparation for this heist and we hear Salem and Jeeves directly behind knock on the door in your secret knock. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll approach the door, and I imagine there's like a little eye slot. <sighs> yeah, he'll he'll come to the door, and he'll like he'll open the door. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, um, sorry. I just, I, I just figured, you know, it's important to have the secret knock. Yes, we got, we got to, you know, make sure nobody spots us or anything. Yeah. What are we five? Exactly. Skinning. Uh, I mean, no, fifth. I'm fifteen. Excuse me. Five, fifteen. It's all the same. Get in here. Yeah. All right. Bugbear years, maybe. Okay. <laughs> what do you want? Well, I. You know, what? I had this this thought. Oh. Oh, gang's here. Oh, hey, guys. They appear to be quite intense in concentration. Yeah, they are I staring guess. at each other with a great amount of zeal. What? Where did... Uh, Dar Darthor, where did you get that mouse? What? What, what mouse? Uh, just, just, uh, well, I, mean, I can't think of any other reason that Lucy would be staring at you like that. Oh, I, I have something hidden in the corner just to distract her. So oh, don't worry okay. about it. Okay, it's to keep her focused on. She's smart, yeah, very smart. Yeah, keep her occupied. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Rigby, uh, I was thinking that we would probably need some kind of belt. You know, some something to. I've seen these. The you know, it's what the what the uh, the coppers use in the streets, right, to stop the chases. Um, I reckon we could we could use something like that as well. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, th that. It's actually a good idea. I'll I'll be sure to add it to your bill. Actually, a good idea. I mean, it is a very amazing idea. Oh, as right. young Mick Salem has yeah. pro 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 proclaimed, I have a stutter now. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right, Chiefs. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
you know, um, whatever you need made, uh, I get a bigger cut. So uh, that's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps we could make it smaller and make it a an actual belt. Go twice around my waist, and then I could unbutton it and use it as a genuine uh, car stopping smart. belt. Smart. That's brilliant. Oh, that's brilliant, Jeeves. Uh, Amazing. Uh, so I think... Uh, Ruby, can you please make a Tinker's Tools check in order to make a a little spike belt? Especially if uh, if it's going to be like worn around someone's belt, uh, we I think you want to make sure it's uh, well made. Yeah, I've never used Tinker's Tools, so I don't remember what I would be. At. <laughs> uh, it will be your intelligence plus your proficiency. I was going to say our Tinker has never used a Tinker's Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that oh, that's not good. Fourteen, um, a fourteen. Uh, you absolutely make something. Um, it doesn't blend in. It's not like subtle. Uh, if someone were to look at Jeeves, Jeeves has essentially like an extra three inches around on each side of like this belt. Uh, it's like it's like a a studded belt that uh, you know, like a a goth mall uh, goth might wear. Um, except it's a like the spikes are about three inches long, um, <laughs> and it's like it's an intense uh, spike belt, uh, which I don't think quite really fits Jeeves's general aesthetic. Uh, I'll hide but... it underneath my overcoat. <laughs> <laughs> your overcoat hangs down from your shoulders, pops out three inches to the, at your hips, and then falls back down. From what I'm aware, it is considered the fashion amongst the young. I am required to wear such to ensure that Salem maintains their reputation. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, it's very, um, very dashing on you, Jeeves. <laughs> well, thank you, Salem. Your compliments mean the world to me. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, so we exit this flashback. Uh, we are back at the docks. The trucks are moving. And uh, Jeeves, where have you deployed this uh, spike belt? Or do you still have it and you're waiting to deploy it? I would probably get to the ground floor first. And then I would literally just look up towards Salem and then point at various uh, locations. And then I would just wait. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, so you're trying to figure out exactly like the best place, the best location? Yeah, Salem has the uh, the bird's eye view currently, so I want to see what their opinion is. Perfect. Uh, Salem, can you make me a perception or an insight check? I'll assist if it's perception. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so with assistance on perception, I've got a 11. <laughs> an 11 okay uh wonderful it's... choice master Salem. <laughs> uh, thanks you see these cars uh moving down one of the side streets or those little side places between all of the containers and everything uh they pass uh rigby's barrel they pass uh darthor's hiding place they pass lucy the great um and Jeeves, you feel this sense. Yes, they are in fact coming this direction and you throw out your spike. Uh, it is, unfortunately, it's not the perfect place. As you go to throw it out, um, they are able to see you throwing your spike trap out uh, and you hear the, you hear some uh, as they uh, fire into the area in warning. Um, they swerve around and 
just to see if you do catch one. Jeeves, can you please make uh, an attack roll against a car? Okay, I will gladly halberd the shit out of a car. Uh, that's not do good, though. That's an 11. Okay, uh, with an 11, uh, unfortunately, yes, you throw it out, and they're just able to skirt around it. Uh, the jig is up. They have absolutely missed the spike trap, um, but they are firing into the air. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, where is Salem? Does it look like they're hiding or abandoning? No, no, they're, they're abandoning. Uh, hiding, if anything. Um, yeah, they're, they're abandoning hiding uh, and are straight on their way um, down to the middle of this. The spike trap didn't work. We got to stop the car somehow. Okay, perfect. Uh, as uh, you guys run down to try to stop the car, can everybody please roll initiative? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that's trash. That's a seven. <laughs> I got a nine. Oh, no. We'll be 13 for Darthor. 13 for Darthor. Uh, Lucy, what did you get? 17 for Lucy. Ooh, 17. All right. Uh, Salem. I love Salem's the silence. Got a, Salem's got a 21. Actually. Oh, okay. I, I think that's the highest initiative I've ever rolled this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep getting 18s and getting surpassed by, by everybody else. So young Salem is a bit quicker than older Salem, evidently. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, Rigby got a nine and uh, Jeeves got a seven. Correct. Okay, perfect. Jeeves, can't uh, keep up and these guys got a 17 as well uh so lucy you will go ahead of them um okay and uh so first up in the order as these uh cars swerve around the spike trap which is thrown out just shy of where they're going these cars are just moving just past your your companions you thought this was going to be the perfect spot uh but it's a little bit too wide. They had a little bit too much room. They're able to get past Salem. You are moving down. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Yeah, uh, Salem, is the window open on their car or is it closed? It's open. It's open? All right, I'm going to cast sleep in the middle of the car. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll your uh, your D8s or whatever they are. Yeah. It's 5D8, yeah. I've got a 23. 23 okay uh these are just common thugs uh so they don't have a lot of hit points uh let me just see exactly how many they have and the most important thing is do i get the driver yeah uh oh wow thug has way more hit points than they should uh yeah this is a, this is a symptom of 5e being uh you know all about hit points sleep is kind of yes. a worthless spell right uh you know but what? i figured uh, i'd give it a shot uh, the driver is the least armored, for sure. Like, the least hardy. They're just the driver. They're not the muscle. So I think you can absolutely take out the driver and one more of the thugs. Uh, awesome. Well, that's the yeah. goal. That's, uh, and then Salem is just going to scamper down and try and get uh, into cover near Jeeves. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you scamper down. Uh, do you hit the front car or the rear car? Oh, front car, of course. Okay, perfect. Uh, you watch as the front car... Uh, the driver starts like swaying in their seat uh, and their eyes close and they fully like 
fall forward onto the steering wheel uh, and the car starts swerving towards the side. The passenger driver, uh, the passenger side thug also falls asleep, is not able to correct. It looks like this is about to crash uh, as we move on to Lucy. It is your turn. Okay, so it's... So um, where am I in comparison to this scene right now? I would say... uh, Make just a straight-up luck check for me. Just roll a d20. Okay. I got 13. A 13. Perfect. With a 13, I think you can be kind of within, uh, like, 30 feet, anywhere you would like to be within 30 feet. Okay, perfect. So... Yeah. uh, And so Salem casts sleep on all of them in the car? Uh, So in the... There's there's the two cars in the one car. Um, The -hmm. driver and the passenger fell asleep in the front car, which is now curving towards the uh, the left as the driver kind of falls asleep and knocks the steering wheel and it's looking like it's about to slam into one of the warehouses okay um let's see it's gonna slam into it um and sorry to ask so many questions no please <laughs> so the, the are the potions like in this car or they're just going to pick it up uh the so they've taken a, a shipment of potion from the docks. Uh, so both of these lorries have a few like crates of potions in them. Okay. Let's see. Um. Um. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I would be really uncertain what to do. I maybe would want to just move closer and kind of like see if there's anything that I could do to stop it. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, you want to try to stop the car that's careening into the into the warehouse? Or Um, yeah, I'll try that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, 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 yeah, I'm not really sure what to do. So. Perfect. Uh, you could absolutely get there. Uh, and if you wanted to try to like jump into the driver's seat um, and steer the car, you could absolutely do so with a, an athletics check, but just be aware there are two more thugs in the back of the lorry. Oh, well. oh, there are. Okay, well, in that case, then, I am going to not do that. Very sorry. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, like, snap my fingers towards the other one in the car, and I'm going to try to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on them. Ooh, okay. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, what sort of uh, save do they make again? Wisdom saving throw. Perfect. Ooh, that's a five. That is going to fail. Uh, as uh, you see, Salem casts sleep on these drivers. Um, and just an instant later, uh, like as they fall asleep, the one in the back just says, <laughs> you fell asleep, you dummies. <laughs> what are you doing? We're driving. You don't sleep. <laughs> and he just starts falling on it over in his seat, laughing and laughing and laughing. Oh, it's a nice one. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be hiding. Um, um, uh, not, not, yeah, nice one. <laughs> I'll just, I'll try and send uh, Salem like a thumbs up with my mage hand. Yeah. <laughs> but then... <laughs> And then I'll turn the hand invisible, and I guess I'll use my bonus action to hide, because okay. I was already kind of hiding. But yeah, absolutely. You pop up, you hiding. cast your spell, and then you pop back down and you disappear into the shadows. Make a stealth check for me. I got a sixteen. A sixteen, perfect, <laughs> awesome. 
so you disappear. You feel pretty well hidden. So uh, we are moving on to uh, next up in the order is the actual thugs themselves. Uh, there is one left in the front car. He has, I'm going to give him disadvantage to try to do anything about the careening car uh, because there is still a body in the driver's seat with their foot on the gas. Uh, his companion beside him is asleep and the companion beside the guy who's acting is fully just laughing hysterically. So he's going to have disadvantage on a dexterity saving throw to just try to reach forward and uh, try to grab this steering wheel. Uh, he got a two. So uh, you watch as this one guy in the back just says, get out of the way, uh, and tries to like pull his companion, the driver to the side, uh, is not able to, uh, is just kind of like wrestling, uh, but is just spending his time. But the car is still careening as it is moving. It slams into the wall of the warehouse with a loud crunch. Uh, the car behind um, is going to make, oh gosh. Uh, the car behind slams into the back of the other lorry uh, as the two cars crash into the side of the building. Um, you just hear, uh, What is going on? Go, go, stop them! Uh, and uh, Brayden stays in the car in the back, uh, nursing a little bit of a head wound. Um, but he has sent the other thugs out as the doors of the back of the lorry open. Uh, you see two thugs come out of the back of the lorry there. Uh, and it is now Darthor's turn. So the two cars, it's both crash right now, right? They both crashed. Yeah, one crashed and then the other one was not able to avoid it. It rolled a natural one. So Okay, so they, they are yeah. stopped. They're not moving now. They are not moving. They have stopped. Though one is like idling as it's like the unconscious foot is still on the gas. Oh, okay, but they—they they are stuck. They're they are not kind of run. They are yeah. not really run driving away now. So, uh, the thug get off the car. You say there's two of them? Yeah, there's two that got out of the second car. Uh, they were riding in the back. Okay, so are they kind of looking for us, or they are just kind of? Uh, they're trying... definitely looking for for people. Um, and I think with mm. not a great perception roll. Probably the only one they could see right now consistently is Jeeves uh, and, I guess, Salem. Okay, so the two that get off and trying to help, I guess, is the most active one at the moment, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would... Uh, yeah, I would just attack the one, no, one of them, basically, uh, with a lone bow range attack. And because I have um, the Dread Embusher, yeah. so I can attack twice. The second one would be one extra 1d8. Okay. Um, all right. First attack. It's a net one. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, can, you, uh, can you just roll me a luck die? All right. Jeez, yeah. that's a great start. Man. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're, we're <laughs> so far out doing amazing. Uh, luck die is 16. A uh, 16? Okay, your uh, your shot goes wide. It slams into one of the crates on the inside of the lorry, and you just hear like one single glass vial shatter, as it sounds like one of the uh, one of the healing potions has broken. Uh, okay, damn it. Uh, well, my, my second attack, I guess... 
Yeah, absolutely. Better be good. Yeah, that's good. It's 25 to hit. Oh, God, that hits. So, I also got 9 plus actual 1d8. So, 9 plus 5. 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. All right. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you you fire your, your bow into one of them, uh, and he looks at the uh, the bolt coming out, or the arrow coming out, and he just says, Who? Who would dare? That hurts so much! Um, uh, any movement or anything else on your turn? Uh, I think I will kind of reposition myself a little bit, um, so, like, kind of pull their attention away a little bit from the rest of the group. Oh, okay. uh, But, like, my distance, so I will still keep a pretty far away distance. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, uh, so yeah, you uh, take a little, some distance. Uh, these Tommy Gun gangsters uh, have their guns raised in the air, uh, but they, as you kind of like fire into one of them uh, and start moving, you watch as they lower their guns towards you as if you are now their target. Uh, but it's not their turn. It is now Rigby's turn. I am going to use... Uh, actually, hang on. Is this an action? Okay, it. Hang on. Um, <laughs> New class, who dis? I never use <laughs> artificer. So, infuse item. I don't have to use an action, it looks like. So, I'm going to use a repeating shot on my crossbow that I'm going to flavor as a sawed off shotgun. Just oh fit in with the times. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to. Uh, how far away are these thugs from me? Uh, they would, I think, uh, roll me a luck check. Yeah. 17? 17. They can be as close or far as you would like, I think. Okay, I don't want to be right up next to them, but like... 20 feet, I think, would be... No, 30. 30 feet. 30 feet. Perfect. Yeah, I think you were like across the alley from where the uh, from where Lucy the Great was, uh, and as you stand up, the barrel stands up. Your feet are just poking behind below it, uh, and I like to imagine like there's little like compartments in the side of the barrel for your arms to stick out. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm full on just like uh, throwing off my disguise, and oh, okay. I'm wearing a <laughs> fedora with like a trench coat. I'm just pulling out my shotgun and I'm blasting shots um, into the one oh. that. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> um, sorry. I'm a lead Dar Darthor shot. Oh, thank you for that Tropic Thunder reference. <laughs> oh my god, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh no! my god. Um, no! Uh, roll a luck yeah. for me. Oh my roll god. Um, All of my potions. <laughs> um, it's too early to use an inspiration. <laughs> I guess, hold on, I'll just roll a luck. Uh, ooh, nine. Nine. Uh, you... Uh, in throwing off the barrel uh, you bring up your shotgun and you're just kind of like I think moving a little bit too quickly uh, and you fire your shotgun um, and it does slam into the crate in the back and you hear probably 9 to 10 um, of these glass vials of healing potions shatter oh. uh, and you watch as some of that reddish liquid starts pouring out out of the back of this vehicle if you want to fight, I'll give you a fight and that. Uh, wait, do I have any bonus actions? Um, 
that'll be my turn. Yeah, I'll just okay. stand there. Perfect. Uh, I just want to remind people that there is a flashback mechanic that you could use if you wanted, but <laughs> if not, we are moving on to G's. I'm going to look back towards Salem. How far are you from where I am? Because, oh, I, I mean, I probably got close as possible, so like 20, 30 feet behind some, some crates. And exactly how far roughly are away from the big crash are we? Uh, I would say you were probably about like 25 to 20 feet away as like just throwing it they were just able to, like they basically just tried to swerve and then they were instantly hit with sleep uh slammed into the wall and then the other one slammed into the back perfect all right S salem i would recommend you try and keep up with my base where i could protect you easier but for now i <laughs> shall enter into the fray uh, I am going... you, you, you're inviting me to the to the fight. Oh, okay, Jeeves, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry to the fight where they can see your glory. Let us go. Um, I'm going to sprint uh, my way into the, uh, I guess, into the car that has the potions, uh, and just kind of like slam my halberd down into the center and just kind of look to see if anyone is conscious or fighting capable. Okay, yeah. So there's there are the there's the two. There's kind of like the one at the back, which is the one that suffered the 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 damage from the two shots. Basically, mm -hmm. uh, had the two guards come out. It also has Brayden Calcias in the passenger seat, um, who is still kind of like nursing his head after the crash. Uh, the one in front has a bit of a crumpled back uh, from the other car slamming into it, and uh, there are two people who are fully asleep. There's one who's on the ground on his seat just laughing, and there's another one who, like, is, like, currently, who was wrestling, trying to stop the crash from happening. So there's one conscious in the front, the driver and Brayden in the second one, and the two thugs in the, at the very back. Okay, I'm actually just gonna, in that case, wield my, my halberd directly to the throat of uh, Brayden. I would recommend that you hold off, as... Young McSalem here is here to uh, procure your potions. Yeah, that's oh. right. I'm struggling over some of the crates in the back, trying to get there as fast <laughs> as possible. Perfect. Uh, Jeeves, can you make me an intimidation check? Uh, I would say with advantage because he's just been—he just had a crash. He's Perfect. not in his. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's not too hot, actually. <laughs> That's an 11. An 11? Uh, you see Brayden uh, looks over at this young teenager and just starts laughing. Uh, and as the young teenager uh, is kind of pointed out to him, Salem, it is your turn. Well, I'm going to follow... Uh, as I said, I'm, go I'm going to follow Jeeves in. Uh, and, you know, not thinking quite as much with my head as my heart at this point, uh, I'm going to, to stride up and just uh, stare down at him and say, Yeah, like he said, turn it over if you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Charm Person. Oh my god, okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, he is a gnome, so he has advantage against Charm. Uh, wisdom saving throw, yeah, yep. advantage on that. Uh, come on, Brayden. Come on, you have advantage. <laughs> no, yeah. we've been all rolling terribly. This is acceptable. I get one. Everybody gets one. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll but, but not on the dice, though. Just stop getting the ones on the dice. <laughs> With advantage, Brayden rolled uh, a seven on the dice. Good. Uh, okay. Yeah, he yeah. loses. Yeah. He, Good day, sir. Give me my stuff. Oh. Yes, well, uh, okay. Uh, everyone, stop. Let's give this uh, young person what they want. Our shipment is, is theirs now. Um, and uh, there is a confusion from the rest of the party. Uh, the thugs who are very confused, but they're listening to Brayden. He is their boss. Uh, and there is this noticeable, like, stand down. Uh, just before we get to their turn and everything, Lucy, do you want to do anything on your turn? So, I guess I would approach them, uh, like, where Salem and Jeeves are. Okay. And <laughs> does does Brayden have, like, anything shiny, like, on him that is grabbable? <laughs> He's got his gold cane. Just wondering. His gold yeah. cane. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm just staring at it, and I'm, like, mesmerized by how shiny it is. And I kind <laughs> hey, of... Take it. I kind of want to... Hmm, I just want to take touch the cane. It. I just kind of want to. And so I, I kind of want to like rub up against it a little bit, and then. <laughs> oh. oh, right, like a cat. So yes, I definitely exactly. forgot you were a cat for a moment. I was like, yes. "That is a weird." Okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you now. And then I want to give it a swipe if I can. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, a cat burglar. Your mic did not like that, Craig. It's just like, yeah. All right. Charmed creature. It lasts as a friendly acquaintance. I would say make me a either a sleight of hand or a persuasion check. Um, just mm. to grab this, the DC is only going to be 12 because he does kind of regard you as friendly, but he also doesn't want to give up his cane. I got 21. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you step forward, you, uh, rub <laughs> your head up against the golden cane. And like, as Brayden is just kind of looking around by the time Brayden gets in looks my back, fur. <laughs> uh, the cane is gone from his hands. Uh, and there is this moment of uh, tension from the guard, from the thugs, and then they stop. And uh, one of the guys who's at the back, uh, the one who's got like an arrow sticking out of him, says, "Right, well, um, I guess, good job. Uh, it's yours now." Uh, and then all, uh, all of you here. God, the docks are haunted. Oh, it's the, it's the fuzz. Uh, no, wait, no offense intended. It's the fuzz, but uh, split. That's cat. Uh, uh, so, yeah, the the cops are now coming. Uh, you can see flashing lights heading down from some of the like far sides of the docks. Uh, Brayden looks at you and says, uh, "I'm, uh, I can I can get us out of here, but um, well, actually, no." Uh, I can only get, uh, I can, he looks at Darthor. I can probably only get you. You're the only smallest one. Um, bye. Uh, and starts running. 
uh, and you see these cops, uh, the light starts flashing towards you. You probably, you guess you probably got about like a minute before they get to your location. What would you guys like to do? All right, I'm going to use a flashback point for this. Yeah, um, you are. Uh, I'm going to have a moment where we are in uh, doing driving lessons uh, for, for Salem. Uh, and in this <laughs> in this kind of moment, Salem veered off and then kind of got into the highway, and we started to feel like we were getting uh, like chased. I'd like, I'd like to do one thing for you to help you here. Just, of course. Just, just to let you know. Uh, so we started with some gold, yeah? I spent all of my gold on a chariot and horse. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> which could be a car you know yes. i don't know but i i definitely spent all of my starting funds on a vehicle <laughs> okay, in that case that's actually wonderful we're using the chariot in that in that case so <laughs> we could have essentially uh, everyone kind of like teaching salem how to drive and like be a, a stunt uh, uh driver essentially as we're trying to flee from the cops in this like from like a speeding ticket essentially Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, the flashback, we go back in time. This is several weeks ago almost. Um, and you are wor working your way just down some like some of the side streets. Um, and things are going pretty well. Uh, and then you take a wrong turn, Salem. Um, and uh, the five of you are now like finding yourselves on a ramp onto a highway. Um, and Salem, you kind of, I think you freak out like everyone is going so fast. You decide you need to go so much faster just so that, because it feels like you're being chased by all of the other Marcus, cars. You weren't there for my driving exam. <laughs> I was I there for mine. I oh, yes. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, yeah, it's uh, that's relatable. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that'll work. <laughs> and you start flying down the highway uh, and then you uh, you're like you're going past an exit. Um, as you're flying down the highway, before the cops even start chasing you, uh, what are the rest of you guys saying? Uh, <clears throat> Salem, you must keep your eyes on the road, look up ahead, and make sure that we do not crash. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Cars are flying past uh, in the opposite direction. Uh, they're moving incredibly quickly. You are passing past other cars. And what, is, what are other people saying? I'm just trying to hold on, my dear life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Cars are rattling back and forth. I mean, it's like an old car. We probably like don't yeah. even have a windshield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of these, like, you're speeding, but you're going like 50. I mean, with for a chariot, that'd be probably pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just powered by like arcana mechanical horses that are full on galloping they've got like glowing eyes from like the crystals that are powering them but they're still like it's still built like a chariot uh so these like arcane mechanical horses are just galloping as fast as they can down the highway eyes on the road yeah of course <laughs> rigby I, I i don't suppose you could find a way of enhancing our um Oh, a horsepower! A horsepower! Yeah, power the horses! Right now, are you shitting me? I'm going to... <laughs> we don't have diapers on, we are also not in a uh, an outhouse. There is no <laughs> excrement happening in this moment. Um, 
I'm just looking at my abilities. I literally have nothing to help with the situation, except I mean, if there's a small item aboard, I will, I will have it glow <laughs> for five feet of light. Can I like have it glow a really like crazy color? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that is actually part of what alerts the cops to you guys flying down the highway is suddenly uh, the horses start glowing like a vibrant pink, like rainbow. There's like a rainbow arcing between the two horses as they're running. Um, and uh, it just becomes this like bright beacon uh, and you fly past uh, a speed check and you see an old jalopy turn on its sirens. Uh, and it turns out and begins chasing you uh, as you guys are running or run, flying down the highway. Salem, can you make me a couple of vehicle handling checks? Uh, uh, what, what stat would you like those with? I think uh, I think if you're moving really quick, let's go with dexterity. All right, sounds good. Yeah, uh, I've got. Uh, you said you want two of them. Yeah, let's do two of them. Okay. So then, in that in that case, uh, oh shit! Uh, I'm gonna use human determination that first one. Okay. Um, oh Christ! Two <laughs> <laughs> not ones. The, oh <laughs> my oh. god! Do you want to be inspired? <sighs> no, I'm just gonna take it. Uh, whatever. No. My second one is a. It's, it's two more ones that are at least next to each other, so it's an eleven. Okay. So <laughs> uh, new driver. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, Salem doesn't actually have proficiency um, with automobiles yet. <laughs> this is probably what inspires them to develop it. <laughs> Amazing! It's it's a new driver or yeah, a learner. It's, That's a... <laughs> yeah, I'm a learner. Salem's a learner. <laughs> yeah, you've got like the, on the rumps of each of these arcane metal horses, there is like just a, a glowing L from like someone prestidigitated an L on before you guys started driving. Um, <laughs> gotta be legal <laughs> yeah absolutely uh i mean geez i think that sounds like something that the butler would do is make sure everything's legal oh, of course 100 uh, yeah. percent. up yeah. until the point it's not illegal uh exactly. and it's uh i i must protect this uh, uh the um oh god what, what's it called uh when you have a lot the of ward? arrests oh uh your oh, oh. priors maybe i can't like, my brain just turned off it's what you have uh when you like <laughs> if you want to like open up a, like a daycare or something you have to like have this kind of check oh criminal check uh, criminal record check yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah. i don't know why that was so hard <laughs> uh, uh so uh you guys are flying down you hear that siren in the background and salem i think you get so like freaked out just hearing a siren that you instantly decide i have to pull over and you swerve and you actually cut off um, like another vehicle which has like a family of halflings in it. Oh no! Uh, they slam on their brakes, oh, no. uh, but they got a nineteen to avoid it. Um, <laughs> so you slam in, and your your chariot scrapes against the side of the highway, uh, and then you kind of overcorrect, and you like go across like three lanes of highway, and you scrape across the other side as you're just like kind of like in that like oh my god, everything is bad and you're just overcorrecting. Everybody inside, uh, you're just feeling yourself getting sloshed from side to side to side as like you're going hard left, hard right. You're slamming into like the side rails of the highway uh, and you feel yourself slow, like the car is slowing and slowing and slowing and slowing. And that cop car 
Uh, comes up right beside you, uh, looks directly at you, um, and does the whole like slow down motion. Um, and it's like you can tell it's actually like it's a full on. Um, the the cop is a minotaur, um, and uh, you actually only notice one cop at first. It's just like a full like full minotaur. The the roof of the car has been like built bigger to accommodate his horns. Um, and he's just motioning at you to slow down. What would you like to do? Salem, would you like me to put an end to this cha cop chasing us? Oh, God. Uh, it's not, it's, uh, you know, not that violently, but yeah, sure. I'm going to halberd attack his tire. Yeah! Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I have reach. Uh, yeah, roll an attack roll. Um, I'm going to say this thing is moving and you're moving. I'm going to give it an AC of uh, 18. An 18? Okay, uh... I would like to also use human determination <laughs> in this case. Yeah. Amazing. All right. All right. That's a 24. That is a 24. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, have any of you ever been in a vehicle where a wheel burst? No. Yeah. I have not. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's... Oh, yeah. I remember that, Paul. <laughs> oh, Are we guys in the same car? No, no, but I, I, I was near. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm glad that I'm hearing about this afterwards because now I know, I know that you are at least okay. Um, but yeah, it's pretty scary, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you watch as uh, this halberd uh, takes out one of the wheels. Uh, the wheel shreds. Uh, the front of the car slam or the cop car slams into the ground. Uh, like plows in, does a flip, uh, uh, and lands on the like back on its three wheels, um, but it then careens into the side, uh, like just narrowly avoiding some of the other cars, um, and you <laughs> manage to just continue, like you get away from this cop car, which you've just fully caused to have an accident, uh, and you watch as in addition, like just as you're flying past it, uh. There are like cartoon birds flying around the Minotaur's head, and you realize that one of them is actually a little pixie in a cop uniform who was probably <laughs> the partner. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you guys have managed to successfully evade. Uh, Salem, can you make me one more uh, vehicle handling check to try to like find oh, an exit and get out of here? Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I can't see that going any possibly worse. Uh, yeah, it's nine. <laughs> <laughs> A nine one 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 one. So uh, you uh, f you see an exit coming, uh, and you just swerve to take it. Again, you cut off. Uh, this person is riding like um, it's kind of like a motorcycle, but it is just made up of like it's like a centipede. Um, it's just a whole bunch of like little running feet, um, <laughs> and. Uh, you manage to cut this off and you just hear, Hey, screw you. Uh, <laughs> and you take the exit. Uh, and as you take the exit, you see a blockade of cops in front of you uh, with their lights flashing, all pulled across the side of, or all pulled across the road. And you are in fact pulled over for speeding. Uh, the five of you, unfortunately are given a ticket. Well, actually Salem is giving a given a ticket. Um, and, uh, Jeeves, you are given a warning for reckless endangerment. <clears throat> I will just pass this, uh, warning and note 
tool our masters. I see you, you know, it's, um, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, please. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check with disadvantage. DC 21. Watch again this one, though. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, I got a 20. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, puppy, puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Oh, I think even though you got a Dirty 20 in the Dirty 20s podcast, oh. uh, you are a minor, uh, so you are being let off essentially with a ticket and a warning. Um, but oh, can I abuse my, my noble background and position of privilege? <laughs> <laughs> can I just be like, yeah, my, my granddad wouldn't like this? Oh. Okay. Uh, Please. <laughs> Master yeah. Quincy would, in fact, be very um, against this form of behavior. Okay, uh, I would say make another persuasion check or intimidation check. I'm going to make a persuasion check. <laughs> All right. Just, Just 22. 22? Oh, okay. Uh, the cops are writing you a ticket. And then, uh, Jeeves, you mentioned Lowell Quincy, uh, and they pause for a moment. And uh, the kind of the senior cop who's here uh, looks at the five of you and says, so uh, you're, you're related to Quincy? Representative Quincy? You're, oh, oh it's, shit. You know, it's, it's nothing, but, uh, you know, he's, he's got some clout in the city. Yeah, all right. Um, look, um, okay, you're a minor. Uh, this was a learning test. You, I mean, you could have just pulled over. You didn't have to recklessly endanger the lives of two of our officers by spearing their tires. Uh, they do glare at Jeeves. But uh, Quincy could have my job. So look, don't do this shit again, all right? If I catch you out on the street, no more leniency. This is This is a warning, an official warning but you're not getting a ticket, all right? And we're keeping this calm. And if if Quincy hears about this, you remember you were only given a warning for doing some stupid shit, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, uh, my not, uh, my name's uh, Officer Smith, um, and... Uh, Oh God, I don't feel good about taking my birth. At <laughs> oh. Uh, oh man! All right, Mick Salem. Uh, just if remember, uh, Officer Smith, let you off with a warning, and um, have a good day, and maybe let one of the adults drive home. Uh, and we exit the flashback. Um, You've done a little bit of prep. Salem, oh, that was all a flashback. <laughs> that was all a flashback. Salem, how comfortable do you feel uh, trying to drive one of these cars away? Oh, oh. Has Salem learned anything from that experience? Salem is a teenager. The answer is probably not. I'm going to roll two luck dice at disadvantage. <laughs> so, so I've got two once again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no! Salem, it was a weird fluke. 
You feel like you are the best driver that has it. ever existed. This is what being a teenager is like. <laughs> all over again. Did I learn anything from that lesson? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> In fact, if you learned anything, it was the opposite of what you should have learned. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to drive. Okay, I feel perfect. very confident. Uh, so uh, there are two vehicles. One is fully crashed into a uh, into the side of the warehouse. One is uh, back. It's probably more drivable, but there's more damage to the stuff in the back of the second one. Um, but you probably don't feel like you have time to do a full transfer. You're either like, do you want to try to take both vehicles or do you want to just take the one and take off with half? That would be the answer for Salem. Uh, um... Oh, jeez. Uh, so I've got two vehicles to choose from, and I'll just, I'm just going to take the one in better better condition. I mean, they're both not in great condition, but... Okay. Yeah, the, the one that had uh, Brayden Kelsey's in it um, is in better condition, um, but there is more damage to the, uh, to the health potions that are in there. The other one has basically no damage to the actual oh. health potions, but it is also the one that slammed into a building. Do we have time to grab the potions and move the crates uh, to alter the wine car? Uh, probably not. I would say you could try to make an athletics check to try to move something. How uh, heavy are these? Uh, well, these crates are like, they're normally carried by two people, but one person could manhandle a crate. So I, have um, a power, I have a powerful build, so I don't know oh, if that would apply. You are absolutely right. Okay. Uh, roll me... So let's say that there are six crates uh, in each vehicle. Um, roll me an athletics check. Um, and if someone wants to help, you can do it with advantage to see. I will gladly help. Thank okay. you. I have no athletics. <clears throat> uh, so that's with advantage. Yeah. Thank God. Um, oh my God. 13. <laughs> 13. Oh no. Uh, I think you're able to, you're able to grab uh, like, one crate for sure uh the second crate as you're grabbing it you're feeling like those cop cars are getting very close it's only been like a couple of seconds since brayden ran off it's only been like uh, 25 seconds or something but those cop cars are getting really close uh you feel like you might be able to grab that second crate um but it might put you at a little bit of a it might make it harder to get away from the cops uh you know he's greedy, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, make another athletics check for me. I'll still be assisting. Thank you, James. <laughs> um, uh, at your service. Eighteen. That was a lot better. Eighteen. Great. Uh, in addition to that, you actually just as you're moving it. Uh, you see uh, one of the panels on the side of the vehicle, like an internal panel, fell like had fallen off in the crash and you see a little bag of gold in there as well, which you're able to grab. Sweet. Uh, and then the five Perfect. of you pile into this one lorry uh, and uh, you are going to try to get out of the docks without being caught by the cops. Uh, so you back up the lorry. Uh, you're driving away. Uh, Salem is in control. So uh, first of all, I think we're going to need a couple of uh perception checks to see if you can figure out a way to get out of here without the cops finding you who is perceptive not me <laughs> i got 15 oh that's okay good. all right 
uh, with a 15, you definitely feel this sense of, yeah, okay, I can get out this way. Uh, and I think you know kind of like, okay, let's go down through, like in between this warehouse, in between this warehouse. Okay, they can't cut us off in every direction. There's only so many cop cars. Uh, and at the choke point, um, Darth is going to throw some caltrop behind us. Okay, amazing. Uh, you throw caltrops behind you. Um, they scatter on the ground. Um, not as much a sophisticated spike belt as you had before, um, but uh, definitely something that might slow them down. You throw this out. Uh, can someone make another perception check for me? Yeah, I think Lucy would keep an eye out. Okay, perfect. I got 13. 13. Perfect. Uh, Lucy, you see, as you're kind of like, as Darthor is throwing these caltrops out, you see, like, uh, as you're moving in between some of these warehouses, uh, you can just see two cop cars kind of keeping pace with you, uh, running parallel. Um, and you know that they are very likely going to try to get ahead of you and cut you off. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Can I shoot the tires? <laughs> okay. Uh, you can absolutely shoot the tires. It's going to be a hard attack. Uh, like it's going to be at disadvantage because you're trying to fire like in those like times when the alleys are opening up enough. Um, but you can absolutely try that for sure. Yeah, the the sawed off shotgun will reload itself and I'll roll with this. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a two. Yeah, that's a two. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, pull your sawed off shotgun, you fire, oh, and Buckshot just sprays into the side of a building. I'm just going to sit here. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, God. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, you, uh, Darthor, you look behind. Uh, two cop cars have kind of like are falling directly behind you. Um, mm -hmm. They both slam into the caltrops. Um, I'm just. Okay. One of them manages to drive through without any problem. The other one, you watch as um, all four of its tires pop at the same time and the car just skids into the ground it doesn't flip or anything it just skids into the ground as all four of its tires pop the other one somehow manages to avoid all of the caltrops and keeps coming up behind you oh um, lucky one down though yeah it was a natural 20 and a natural one so <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, Salem uh, can you please make me uh, two vehicle handling checks <sighs> you know what you know the answer is probably not but we'll give it a shot anyways <laughs> Okay. Uh, 17 on the first one. Ooh, very good, very good. And, uh, Salem is really trying. Uh, listening to all the advice they've ever received. 17 on the second one. Okay, absolutely, yeah. You, uh, like, you feel these cops closing in on you. You feel this heightened sense of uh, nerves. You are uh, flying down the road, uh, and you kind of take some hard turns. Uh, it looks like you're about to like slam into buildings and scrape against them. Uh, you manage to take another couple of turns and you exit out of the docks ahead of those two cars that were moving beside you. Uh, they kind of like s slam through alleyways behind you, trying to form a blockade, um, but it's behind you. You have stopped them. You watch as that car that was tracking behind you uh, slams on their brakes uh, to avoid the blockade of the other two cop cars. You manage to make a getaway, you guys find yourselves moving at speed through the city of New Republica, and we're going to take a little break right there.
Hey everyone, Marcus here. We're not sponsored this week, as very few companies were willing to put their name on something as legally incriminating as today's episode. The one company who offered to sponsor us this week was actually a political lobbyist association, and frankly, that's too evil even for us. In place of an ad today, I wanted to thank Lore and Paul again for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure playing with you, and I hope our audience feels likewise. In fact, I know they do. Now, without any further ado, let's get back to the thrilling excitement of a heist. Welcome back, everyone, from break. Thank you very much. We are back. We pick back up in the middle of the action. Our intrepid adventurers, this heist crew, has, in fact, managed to secure one of the lorries with about two-thirds of the uh, healing potions that they were after. They are now barreling down the roads, uh, and the cops have stopped uh they had to then try to like back up and move so you feel like you've got some time but you need a place to go i don't know where that is someone needs to tell me um salem did you happen to have a uh a safe house by any chance perhaps uh, in I... a flashback point that i'm spending right uh, now Ooh. okay uh, you're you're spending a flashback point again. Yeah, All right. I no longer have any left. <laughs> okay, Jeeves. Perfect. Uh, Jeeves sends another flashback. And uh, what flashback are we going into, Jeeves? Uh, I want to say that... Um, would it make sense for our resident... Uh, Lucy, sorry? Was it? Yes. Uh, the, yeah, the great Lucy. Would it make sense that you would have a, like a, a safe hideout that we could go to? or Some kind of contact? Yeah. Yes, I suppose so. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, we flash back um, another couple of days back. Uh, and Lucy, you are introducing us to a contact of yours. Uh, who are you introducing us to? Um, I'll, uh, his name is Herman Melvin. <laughs> uh, yes, the great naming schemes we're back yes <laughs> oh that's okay i mean his, his name could be wallet phone so it's <laughs> you know hey it was hubert socks all right <laughs> or mike lamppost mike lampshade yes he's just an ordinary guy you know just an ordinary guy yeah but he does right. some potion business on the side but you know okay. he just he he's just you know trying to masquerade himself as just a normal guy. So we're going to go get in touch with him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Herman Melvin um, operates out of uh, Melvin's distillery uh, and apothecary. And yeah, he's mostly just a regular potion maker. Uh, 
Uh, and as you kind of open the doors, ting, 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 uh, there's just, he's just finishing up, uh, like with one other customer. You see, there is an older lady, um, quite short with quite a hunch to her back, um, who has like uh, a shaking hand holding a walker. Uh, and you see behind the counter, uh, a fairly average looking man. He's about as plain as you would imagine. He's almost entirely forgettable because he's <laughs> just so average. He's like five foot eight and a half, probably size nine feet. Um, he, his hair is cut neatly, but in like, it's not long, but it's not, it's not short. Uh, his face is soft. It's not ugly. It's not attractive. It's just <laughs> like a perfectly forgettable average human. Um, and uh, he's just wearing a, uh, like a white uh, apothecary smock uh, with a bow tie. Um, and he's just saying, all right, now, uh, Julia, remember, you've got to take all of the pills. I know they, 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 like you feel better after five days, but if you, if you don't, if you don't finish the entire prescription, then you're just going to be back in. And I know I love to see you. You're a fantastic customer, but I also don't want to see you as much as I do. I shouldn't have to, you just have to take your pills. All right, dearie. I, I know, I know. I hear it all the time. Uh, and she says, okay, well, I'll just pay you for this. And she pulls out a little curse, a little purse. One. No, she pulls out a little curse. Two. <laughs> three. Uh, and Herman very patiently just waits, uh, kind of acknowledges you guys in here uh, and kind of gestures for you to just browse the shelves for a moment. Uh, notices uh, Lucy the Great, uh, gives Lucy a little wink, um, but uh, finishes up with uh, Julia and Julia eventually starts walking towards the door step 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 uh very slowly making her way out uh as she is passing uh she kind of looks around at people oh it's much more popular in here than it is usually hello everyone hello hello uh, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julia. I'm just picking up some medication. I have a bad hip, you see. Can I take this woman's arm and start to escort her out of the store? <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, you start escorting her out of the store. Oh, you're such a big... Oh, you, your arms are so strong. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's, you know, I I usually prefer to be very independent, but sometimes you just... It's nice. You're a very handsome young person. Do have you ever, you're also very tall. Has anyone ever told you that? When was the last time you got your eyes checked? And I will slowly oh. push her out the door. I, if I get my eyes checked, the doctor says I can't drive. And then the door closes. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to say window for a second. <laughs> a brief moment. What are you doing? And then it's a door. I was like, oh, okay. Eat the grandma. <laughs> the door closes. Uh, and as it does, uh, Herman looks around at you. Well, the great Lucy, Lucy the great, welcome to uh, Herman's 
whatever it was, and apothecary, a distillery and apothecary. That's what it was. You know, it's just a forgettable name. I apologize. What can I do for you? Would you? Is this something up front, over the counter, something a little bit more uh, secretive, or uh, something that needs uh, maybe the private room in the back? Um, Lucy would be kind of like poking at some of the bottles that are probably on the countertop. Uh, yeah. But then um, she'll just be like, um, I think we should go in the back. We have something for you. Oh, good to know. All right. So uh, let's I'll just put the, uh, the the clothes sign on, you know, out to lunch, as it were. Uh, goes around, grabs just a plain cardboard sign uh, that says out to lunch. Be back in like half an hour uh, and hangs it on the door. Uh, locks the door and then leads you back, uh, leads you through the back storage room and actually gets to a uh, a, like a, a shelf with a whole bunch of bottles on it. Uh, and he looks around and looks at Lucy. All right, uh, so your companions are trustworthy? I mean, I'd say so. All right, here we go. Uh, and he pulls on one of the bottles and... You feel the floor below you as it slowly begins to lower. Uh, and you're in a giant elevator the size of the room. And it goes down. And when it opens up, uh, you are in a garage, uh, like an underground garage with about five uh, simple, nondescript vehicles. There's one that looks like it's a delivery vehicle. It's got a few scratches on the side, but nothing distinguishing. Uh, there's a couple of black town cars, which might be like for maybe something a little bit fancy, but again, nothing like nothing rememberable. Everything is pretty much just, oh, there's a, there's a vehicle, whatever. You wouldn't even think about it. There's one that is a full on just uh, horse and cart. Uh, currently no horses, but just the cart for a horse and cart, which again is just made of like simple wood. Uh, all right. So what can I do for you, Lucy? Well, uh, sorry. So we have, I can't remember exactly. <clears throat> We're trying what... to look for like a safe house, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got some of these potions and we were just looking for a safe place cool uh so this is actually this is a flashback so you will have gotten some of these potions for sure oh okay yeah. oh i see i see i see sorry sorry no okay. no it's all good um, so um we're just we're we're going on a mission and and uh we're gonna need a safe sp safe space to uh store some some potions oh all right yeah okay uh, how is it kind of like, is it one truck full? Is it two? Is it a ship? What you, how, how, what sort of volume are we looking for? Uh, just about a truck full. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, and for how long? How, what, what sort of time frame are you talking I don't know. I'll kind of gesture to my other party members and kind of ask them like, I can't remember. Do we have happen to have a fence where we could sell it to, perhaps? That, to me, sounds like another flashback in a little bit. Ah. <laughs> uh, yes, we might have leads on a fence, but uh, Salem, how about you? How long do you think we should hold on to this for? Well, uh, you know, it's just, um, I reckon that 
if we hold on to it for, for too short a time, then, um, well, then, um, we'll probably be caught selling it, right? So, you know, like a good, a good couple of months, maybe. Okay. Uh, good. So long haul. Okay. That's going to put things at a bit of a different thing. All right. Uh, whoever wants to, can someone please make me an investigation check? You're essentially, this is essentially replacing um, his investigation. I do not have a good one. Uh, I have a plus four. Unless someone wants to do it. Now we'll take those. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Can I assist? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I would say go for it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, 11. It's not, not, what is these dice today? I'm going to uh, put you in oh, jail. No. <laughs> uh, yes, you are. Um, yeah, you are thinking, and Herman says, well, I, uh, I don't know, a couple of months, that's. That's quite a long one. I got the one, got the one over in Parkside, but that's probably only a week. Uh, we got the docks, but I mean, that's kind of controlled by the Calcias, but I could probably do a, do a month there. I don't know if I got anything that, uh, that'll do you a full two months though. That sounds, that seems a little, a little hard. Uh, and, uh, just, how hot's this stuff going to be? Just got to, that's another consideration. How, how hot is this? <clears throat> Knowing uh, my uh, young mix Salem's plan, I can't imagine it would be hot at all. Ah, all right. <laughs> we'll be coming in completely clean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, I think um, the best one, I think... Oh, it's going to be a little bit damp, but uh, maybe the new the uh, the outer Romic ward might be the the best one. It's it's not a not a great place, but uh, you know it, it'll do in a pinch, and I, I can't see any reason why it'll it would be anything other than yeah. I can't see any need for it outside these two months. So uh, if it's only going to be two months, you can use the one at the outer Romic ward then. All right. So uh, any other any other requests, yeah. Do you? Oh, hey! I got a new uh, new potion in. If any of you are interested, uh, it's really good for arthritis. Uh, it's uh, like helps you feel lubricated. Uh, it also helps you feel like uh, you know maybe you can better escape a grapple. Oh, uh, uh, Jeeves! Um, I mean, maybe that'd be good for you. You're always getting stuck in places, uh, hel helping me out and everything. And you're you're a little old, but you're, you know it's mostly because you're getting stuck in places. <laughs> you're not wrong. I would love it. <laughs> Give it here. Oh, well, uh, this, I do apologize. This is a business. Uh, you know, I was offering a bit of a, a discount to friends of family and again, winks at uh, at Lucy the Great. I'm willing uh, to pay. I have gold still on. Uh, in that case, it would be my honor to... Uh, uh, yeah, it'd be my honor to sell this to you. Uh, and he will provide you with some oil of slipperiness. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Perhaps we could apply this to a chariot in the future. <laughs> I have no idea if that would take any effect, but who knows? Maybe it would help us slip on by. Casting grease underneath your own car. You know what this would be really good for? Two fighting Goliaths. <laughs> <laughs>
No. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> All right. Uh, so with a safe house secured, uh, we fly back out of the flashback. We are again tearing through the streets. It is dark. It's about 10 o'clock at night. Um, but it is a city of activity, a city of lights and people going out clubbing. So it is definitely not an empty city as you are moving at speed through, heading uh, westwards towards the Outer Romic Ward. Uh, as you are heading there, uh, you see a few cops in the distance. Uh, it sounds like they are still looking for you. They don't know exactly what's going on. What I need is some sort of either stealth check or a perception check to try to avoid more cops. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I know these streets pretty well. Um, I, I think I could try and find us a, 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 a way through. Okay. Yeah. I'd uh, like to help. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I could uh, use that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I rolled piss again, so. <laughs> Today. Oh, good God. 911. Oh, my God. It's just 9 and 11. It's just. Okay. So 11 is the higher roll. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, Salem, you know these streets like the back of your hand. Lucy is pointing things out, but Lucy, I think as uh, you kind of are trying to like point and help direct things, uh, you guys are moving through a section of the city where there's just a whole bunch of like flashing neon lights. Mm. Uh, there's like all this guilt on all of these towers uh, and all these people in really fancy outfits. Uh, lots of them with shiny, shiny, shimmering parts of them. Uh, and I think Lucy, you get a little distracted and you actually say, Oh yeah, yeah, just go yeah, that way. Um, and you kind of, without looking, you gesture and Salem takes a turn, uh, and you turn and you find yourselves at a blockade. There are four cop cars here. Um, you are trying to get to the outer Romic ward. There are four cop cars that seem to have anticipated exactly which way you were going. Somehow, they are Marcus, there. into a cop car. Marcus, can I spend a flashback to yes. actually do some recon beforehand and plan out the escape route we're probably going to take? Yes. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Paul, you are going yes. to spend a, uh, flashback. a, a flashback point. Uh, you're looking for some recon. Uh, how are you looking for recon, do you think? Um... I guess like we we know where where we're gonna get the potions from the dock. We know where the safe house we want to go to. Um, maybe looking at a map. Maybe uh, spend some time to uh, go through those a uh, couple option of the route. See what's what's there. Um, what's safe? What's more discreet? Um, okay. And then get some options and then we can look at it and discuss with the team and just basically gather enough information as a perfect properly plan out the heist basically absolutely this to me seems like the perfect time for a montage where you are looking at maps you're talking to people there's like my micro vignettes of scenes as you guys mm -hmm. are moving through uh so uh, anybody who wants to can just start describing a few things that are happening in this kind of like way that you are like this video montage of uh, putting the plan together. I'll probably um, just look at like reports of like old traffic jams and like 
uh, common hotspots for uh, just general traffic. Using okay. History. Yeah, looking at kind of like old reports. Perfect. Yeah, you kind of you find a stack of old reports. Um, Paul, uh, what do you like? What sort of vignette do you want to show in this flashback montage? I think I will be. <sighs> Like the option for me is for Darth Vader, I think will be either be looking at the map and then plan out some routes that maybe it's not the shortest, but it's probably the one have least traffic and police will be least likely to be there. Um, okay. Kind of throw off their sense, kind of thing. Um, Beautiful. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, you, uh, you're like your montage you're you've got the map you're like drawing with like these red lines uh, and you're measuring and you're looking at things uh, any other vignettes or montages to add to this before we do some rolls um i think i say so salem's gonna suggest to rigby that he should uh make some some modifications for blockade ramming if necessary <laughs> oh god this, 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 seems to happen. this seems every time I get into a car this seems to be a problem yeah I want to okay. like Mad Max it out um. yeah, <laughs> yeah. alright thinking about how you might be able to Mad Max it I love it yeah we see like this montage of Rigby like with a full welding mask but I imagine uh, like it's like a steampunk welding mask um, and it's kind of like an arcane welder that is just powered by like some sort of like crystal on the bottom or something um, and there are sparks flying um, as you're like tricking out and you're like experimenting with all of these different ways or like these portable like mad maxifications that you can just kind of like throw onto any sort of vehicle um, and uh, Lucy what do you think you would do during this kind of montage um, I think I would spend part of the montage honestly admiring my new cane <laughs> um, but then I would also just think about like just maybe um, talking to some of my street contacts to see if I could get some help, like um, distracting anyone that might be trying to find us. Okay, perfect. So, like, yeah, as a way to just make our escape route easier. Okay, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, I think there's a few things going on here. I, I love it. Okay, I think it's going to be a history or an investigation check for Paul and Richard. Um, I think a Tinker Tools check for you Rigby. You use it, Richard. Oh, thank uh, God. <laughs> I, I had basically mentioned in like our Discord that I was like, I rolled the die because I thought I'd need it. And and then we just kind of kept going. I was like, ah, no, I just gotta get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> it was a net 20. So, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, uh, I got a dirty 20 on investigation. Oh, oh boy. Things are turning around. <laughs> Yes, uh, Lucy, can you make a persuasion check? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Rigby, can oh. you make a Tinker Tools check? I got a 17. Ooh, baby. I got a five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone needed Lucy, to. Lucy, I think uh, you again, you, you set out to go and like find someone who, can, who might be a distraction or who might be willing to be a distraction. Um, and every time you kind of start talking to someone, um, you get distracted by like a thread that is hanging down from a piece of their clothing, mm. uh, or you get distracted by like the sun on like reflecting off of a tower, and it's kind of like creating a little like moving bead of beam of light, uh, which is just kind of like 
keeping your eyes darting around as you are like trying to persuade people. Uh, but unfortunately, Lucy, I don't think you, you managed to get any of your criminal contacts on board um, as you're just kind of like occasionally batting at string on people. It's distracted by laser pointer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, perfect. Um, with a uh, 17, uh, Rigby, you've absolutely uh, created a a portable battering ram essentially like it's something that you can like you can basically fix onto the front of a vehicle and it puts on a cow like it like expands outwards it to become like some sort of like cow catcher on a train um so you can like batter through things if you need to um and uh paul uh so jeeves and uh darthor um darthor you sketch out a whole bunch of quick uh or like a whole bunch of different routes and you've got like all of these different maps and you've got like layer upon layer upon layer like okay if this happens we go this way if this happens we go this way and you've got like all of these contingencies and everything uh and i think as you're starting to lay these out uh jeeves comes in with all of this knowledge of like these past transactions of or, like these past road areas and i think the important thing with that natural 20 there was a piece of like information that jeeves gets from the city hall um of a planned road shutdown for construction that uh, has not yet been like publicized, but it was going to take place on the night of the thing. And so with that, Paul, you're, or, uh, Darthor, you're able to redraw some of your routes, uh, some of them to avoid that construction and some of them to go through that construction and kind of take advantage of the chaos. Um, and I think with that natural 20 as well, uh, you get like you absolutely know exactly where all of the uh all of the precincts are where all of the like the main cop areas would be uh and therefore you're able to avoid them so as we come out of this flashback we're back in the car you've just turned a corner you've seen this police blockade but you know the way to get around this you either have your battering ram or you know that just before these cops there is a building if you go through this building it's got double doors you can drive through the building uh you can burst out on the other side and you can be in one of your other contingency routes darthor which would you guys like to do uh, uh it's uh building building okay uh you go through the building um the doors uh with that natural 20 uh this uh, you managed, like, as part of your planning, you actually made sure that these doors were open, these double doors. You turn hard, you slam, you go through. Uh, Salem, can you please make me a vehicle handling check? I've got a... That was the 13. A 13. I'm going to spend my inspiration. Okay, awesome. 23. Oh, baby. So All much right. better. Oh, yeah. my God. Finally. You come around the corner. You see, in fact, that there is Officer Smith uh, waiting at the cars in front of you with his hands up. Uh, like as if to tell you to stop, but uh, you come around the corner and just whip yourself through these doors. Uh, you slam through, you're going through like, it's a, it's a market. Uh, this is kind of like the delivery area of the market. You see there are like people with like crates of fruits and vegetables, which run and like jump out of the way and like fruits and vegetables start flying. There's a chicken uh, that squawks and flutters. And there's like feathers that fly past. Um, you get like a face full of, just all of these like feathers that have flapped off as the bird flies up into the sky. Uh, you run past, there's like a couple of people 
they're carrying they're walking it looks like there's nothing in between them you realize that there is a sheet of glass uh they are walking 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 what do you guys want to do you are moving through there's a sheet of glass in front of you <clears throat> i mean i i think we just go through straight through it okay uh any other votes sounds good to me I would offer to shoot it, but I have not been into getting any of my shots, so we're just going to drive through. Okay. <laughs> Take the shot! <laughs> Let's uh, do it. Okay, yeah. Uh, you watch these two humans uh, are, like, doing full-on classic, like, moving a giant sheet of glass. It's, like, 12 feet long by 8 feet tall, uh, and just as they step out, like, one of them, they're kind of, like, directly across the middle of the uh this little roadway through the building through this warehouse building you slam through the glass glass shards fly everywhere everybody just make me a dexterity saving throw as glass explodes Ooh, i got a 20 natural or dirty 20 or natural 20 who did it dirty 20 19 19 oh baby darthur got 21 Oh, oh my god I got an eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got a 14. A 14. Okay. Salem, you take uh, two points of piercing damage. Uh, Rigby, you take five points of piercing damage just as you are uh, like considering whether or not to shoot or not. Uh, and you're just a little bit bigger than the rest I of am. your companions. I'm bloodied. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? No, I'm not. <laughs> it wouldn't be too surprising. Yeah, knowing, no, 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 no. I don't have a six card. No, I have all these. <laughs> um, perfect, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rigby, you take a little bit of glass just as this explodes, but then you guys exit out of this building. You hard right. Uh, you get back onto a road. You f- start finding your way through. And uh, I just need one luck check from the group. Uh, who wants to roll a luck check? Lucy. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, who's, who's relatively lucky right now with their rolls? We're all not lucky right now. Nine lives. I got 12. Okay. Uh, with a 12, um, as you guys are moving through, you feel like you have lost the cops. Um, and there's this moment of calm. And as this moment of calm kind of settles over, you just hear a little beep. behind and none of you noticed at first you is this heightened moment this you just had to flee you see underneath the console uh a flashing red light beep 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 do we press it do i recognize what that is uh make a uh make an investigation or uh i would say intelligence with proficiency this is essentially like trying to identify some sort of magic item um 18 an 18. This is a tracking device. Uh, this is some sort of tracking beacon that has been planted on this vehicle. Beep. I'm going to yank it off and yeet it <laughs> from the vehicle. Perfect. Uh, you yank it off. You yeet it from the vehicle. Uh, beep. 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 Smashes into the ground. Um, but as it disconnects from the vehicle uh you guys see four cars uh black unmarked vehicles uh windows tinted out um all of them like 
well, three of them are just regular vehicles, uh, big old jalopy style wheels. One of them is basically a dump truck. Uh, they are coming out of side streets on the same road that you guys are going on. There is a uh, moment as these cars come out and you realize that they have in fact been chasing you. And just as that happens, the dump truck pulls in front of you and standing up from inside the dump truck, you see four four thugs with Tommy guns, uh, all training them on you. What would you guys like to do? I'm going to, uh, sorry, is the car moving? The car is absolutely moving. You guys are moving down the road. These these cars have just come out. They it seems like the uh, the gangsters had traced the car. <clears throat> well, Salem, how about it? Uh, we we need to get the, the car and the potions and everybody out of here. Uh, fine, I accept. <laughs> uh, how would you like to do this? We do still have more uh, more. Uh, flashbacks if you want or we can go into some sort of combat we have the battle ring ram i i did do work on the car <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess we're just going straight through then okay and max the shit out of this <laughs> uh perfect uh as you guys decide to do this can everybody please roll initiative i got mate an eight for Jeeves, one better than last time. <laughs> I'm slowly improving. Uh, Rigby? Uh, 18. 18. Love it. Uh, Darthor? Uh, 18. Woo! Uh, Lucy? 17. So, again, wow. Uh, Salem? 13. 13. Awesome. Great. Okay, perfect. Uh, these cars uh, bring up come up in front of you. The dump truck is directly in front of you. There is one car behind you, and there is a car uh, just to either side of you as well. It uh, looks like they're trying to box you in. Uh, first up in the order, as these Tommy guns stand up and start pointing towards you, it is, in fact, Darthur or Rigby, whoever would like to go first. Uh, you, you guess goes first. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, are they... How close they are to us? Uh, they are about 15 feet away. The, well, the front or the back of the, of the dump truck is about 15 feet away from the front of your car. Uh, mm-hmm. The ones on the side are pretty much right beside the car. So in range, right? Oh, absolutely within range. All right. Then I'm going to pull my two short sword and then oh. just smash the person closest to me. It's preferably the driver on our left side. Okay. Uh, and because of the dread embouchure, like, that's mean I'll have two attacks with a bonus action of an attack. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so... Uh, I think if you want to get the driver on the left, well, you actually, have to jump into the vehicle, or if you do the driver on the right, you can probably just slash out. That's to the driver on the right. Okay, yeah. perfect. Okay. First attack. Let's see. It's a 10 to hit. Okay. Uh, a 10, unfortunately, does not hit. All right. And then the the, the Dread Embusher attack again. Mm-hmm. It's a 21 to hit. Ooh, that'll hit for sure. It's a eight points of damage on the first attack. Okay. Uh, this oh, sorry, will... that will be the second attack. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'll let you know. With eight points of damage, you do more than half of this thing's hit points. Uh, so he is reeled from being stabbed. Uh, you still have your bonus action attack. Yes. That will be a 22 to hit. Whew. That hits. And it's 11 points of damage. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, you stab uh, slash into this driver, uh, and uh, you fully like eviscerate this driver. Um, and uh, where I, I think with that much damage that you're doing, uh, you can try to either push the steering wheel uh, away, or you mm-hmm. can try to pull the driver out and sit in the steering wheel of the other car, whichever you'd prefer. I would probably want to get that car away from us, okay. and then an hour single film like. This way, it's open. Let's go. Okay. Uh, yeah, you push the car. Uh, like as you you're stabbing him, you're kind of like pushing the the hand of the driver so that it's turning the car towards the right. Uh, it begins to veer. Um, I'm just gonna make a dexterity saving throw for the passenger. Uh, he got a twelve plus one thirteen. I think he's able to stop it from slamming into the side, like and stopping completely, but it does scrape across against the building beside on this road. Uh next up in the order, Rigby, it is your turn. Okay, so we're still driving towards this dump truck, essentially. Yes. Uh the dump truck is directly in front of you. They they pulled out in front. Okay. Um I'm gonna poke my head out and do I see anything on the ground like a a can or like a rock something that's one to five pounds Ooh, i absolutely think you definitely do but uh let's make a luck check for me just a straight up d20 roll oh god um (laughs) uh, (laughs) you're wearing it though (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna inspire that because i need need this an 11. My shoes are plated, uh, so they are with, at least above a pound. I think with an 11, uh, there's like, as uh, as Darthor uh, stabs into this guy, um, some of like, uh, yeah, some like coins fall out of a purse that was like in his chest and fall to the ground. Uh, and then like a few just like rocks and things start falling out of the car because it's a cartoon essentially. Uh, and you can just like, with an 11, you're able to just lean out of the car and scoop some of these up. Um, I'm not gonna... Oh, wait, do oh. I have to touch it? Hang on. I don't know. Um, I'm using uh, catapult on the oh, dump truck to try and give a bit of an assist for when we ram it. So I need to okay. dump truck to make a dex save of 14. <laughs> uh... I'm absolutely going to give it disadvantage because the driver can't see this coming. Um, this is mostly just in case the people in the back call out and they're able to communicate. Um, I'm going to say... So it's a DC 13? 14. I'm gonna, 14. Oh, God. I'm going to say a dump truck has minus two to dexterity. Um, I don't think a dump truck is highly dexterous. So it needs to roll a 16 on the lowest of these two dice. It rolled an 8 and a 14, so it massively fails. Okay, those are low rolls. That is 10 points of... What kind of damage is it? 10 points of damage. Wait, what kind of damage is it? Uh, probably bludgeoning. Bludgeoning, yeah, it's bludgeoning. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, you send these rocks and coins and such forward. Uh, they fall out of the vehicle beside you and then just rocket into the back of the dump truck. Uh, you watch as the Tommy Gun gangsters in the back pop down uh, in fear. Ah, what's going on? Uh, and you watch as like huge dense form in the back of the dump truck. Um, it looks like you might like another hit like that and the back of the dump truck is going to go. Okay. Uh, yeah. And seeing how just with my experience with little baby Salem so far, I am very scared for their life. So I'm going to use another of my infuse item. I'm going to lightly touch them on the shoulder. Are they wait, are they wearing armor or no? That's a good no, they're, def they're definitely not. No. They're not wearing armor. No, I'm not going to do that. I will just, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean my, I'll, I'll get back into the vehicle and just, uh, that'll be my turn. I would allow you to use your infuse item to activate the uh, the thing you tinkered with to make like a cattle guard for your for this vehicle. Like you can lean forward and put it out there and activate that. Can I, I absolutely allow Can that. I make a request? Uh, well, yeah. okay. Can, I, we get can we get hydraulics? So <laughs> I I'm not that kind of artificer. I I'm oh. I'm actually an alchemist, and ah. so. I don't have those kind of abilities, but I, I no took... No worries. Um, it doesn't really... Yeah, like some of the infusions that oh, I have oh, okay. are, yeah. are not applicable. So I, that's okay. I will I'll save them. Okay. No worries. Absolutely no worries at all. Uh, yeah, you slam things into the back of the, uh, of the dump truck. Uh, and Lucy, it is now your turn. There is still a vehicle just beside you on the left. The one on the right is scraping against the building. It's not quite keeping pace. It is falling back a little bit. And there's one directly behind you and a dump truck in front. Okay, so the, we're just kind of like heading towards the, like we're following our escape route. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And how close are the ones? They're like right next to us or? Uh, yeah, there's one that's like right up beside you. And the other one is probably about 10 feet off to the side on your right scraping against the building like how many feet away uh so the one so there's the one that like paul like killed the driver on yeah uh or darthor rather not paul i don't want to implicate paul uh, this was his character paul, not him. you murderer <laughs> <laughs> um that one is about 10 feet off to your right uh, okay. the other vehicle is like right beside you okay would i be able to slash a guy there in that one with my rapier Absolutely. If you want to try to get the driver, I would say you'd have to make a, like you'd have to jump over to try to do that unless you have something with reach. Um, mm. But you, if you wanted to jump over onto the vehicle, you could like slash the driver and then you could probably jump back. You are a cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just, <laughs> I'm also wondering just in terms of space, like they're right next to us. So if I go mm -hmm. and attack them, would it be five feet of my allies like would I, would I be able to get advantage in any Ooh, way or I would absolutely say uh, can I sneak by jumping onto their car I would absolutely allow it it okay. may not be perfectly like within the rules but I also love it and therefore okay. I allow it what kind of vehicle is it can I like go in through the top of it or something yeah okay yeah, I think these are just like they're just like soft top convertibles okay then uh, I would definitely go in through the top because that would be sneaky okay so I'm going to hit the driver with my rapier. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, roll an attack. Okay, hold on. Check what I've 
that's gonna be Oops. okay. Oh no. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine, unfortunately. <sighs> uh, you jump onto this vehicle, uh, you stab down, uh, and your rapier unfortunately just goes in between the driver and oh, the passenger. Actually, wait. Can oh, I yeah. use lucky? I have lucky feet. Oh, yeah, you can. So I'm gonna roll my luck point. All this right. Is, this seems like the right time to do it. I'm gonna. Oh god, no. <laughs> Goodbye, dice. <laughs> have fun. That was 18. Ooh, 18. Yeah, that absolutely hits the driver. Okay. Uh, you stab through the roof, uh, and just as like it looks like you're about to miss, there's some sort of like bump in the road. Uh, the car jostles, uh, and you kind of it, like use the momentum, turn your blade, and stab into the driver uh, through their like right shoulder. Uh, and how much damage do you do? Uh, it was. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> Six plus ten, so sixteen. With uh, the sneak attack. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You stab in. Um, and again, this driver just slumps over the top of the steering wheel. I'm going to make another dexterity saving throw for the passenger. He rolled a natural 20, but he had disadvantage, so he got a 3. Haha. Uh, so you watch as this one, this car that you're on, fully, like, as you stab, the driver, like, hard, hard pull to the left. Um, and the car begins to like turn and it's about to actually like, it's such a hard pull that he's done on the steering wheel. You feel like it's going to flip. Can you make, if I think you're going to want to jump back off of this car, yes. can you just make me an acrobatics check? Okay. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> oh. 23. Oh, God. <laughs> that was okay. a good O. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Lucy the Great, you are called Lucy the Great because you are freaking great. Mm -hmm. um, and this is like this epic moment. You jump forward, like gracefully stab through the soft material of this vehicle. Uh, as you're like jumping out, you feel the car flipping underneath you. You just do this perfectly executed mm -hmm. backflip. Uh, as you're like flying, you carefully like tuck your scabbard or your sword back into its scabbard. Uh, and I think you land perfectly in the seat you were sitting in before uh, without like any fur ruffled as the car beside you just flips and rolls on the ground. But I'm still going to groom my fur a little bit when I make my landing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Uh, that is spectacular. Uh, That's it. Would you like to do a bonus action? Oh, out? yeah. I guess I could um, disengage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I will say for, uh, yeah, for the sake of this, I'll give you like essentially the dodge action for this because you're okay. all moving at speed and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. Uh, what a move. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, it is the uh, the passenger or the, uh, the thugs. Uh, the four in the back of the dump truck stand back up. They're rocking from side to side. Uh, they are going to make... Um, they're just going to pull out their Tommy guns and make a couple of bursts on your on their Tommy guns. Um, can everybody in the car just make uh, DC 13 dexterity saving throws? Uh, and uh, Lucy, you have advantage. For, sorry, uh, say, uh, dex saving? Dexterity saving throw, yeah. Okay. Well, I fail. I got a four. <laughs> okay. But what was the save? 
Uh, dexterity saving throw, DC 13. I got oh god, I got a 9. <laughs> I have a plus 7 on deck save. No. Yeah, I got 24. Ooh, <laughs> got a nice. 16. Okay. Uh, so, if you succeeded, you're able to duck back like below the the dashboard of the car, and you avoid any of the, the pellets of the Tommy gun slamming into you. Um, if you failed, uh, you do take 9 points of piercing damage. Um, as these Tommy guns just slam into you. And uh, from the side, the two cars on the side are essentially out of it. There is the dump truck in front of you with the four, uh, and then there's the one behind. Uh, and you just see uh, a, like, standing up in the passenger seat, a powder blue suit, a top hat, missing a golden cane, um, a gnomish man stands up and just calls out and says, You're going to regret this! Uh, and, Salem, it's now your turn. Uh, alright. So I could do this if this was a normal chariot with a horse. Can yeah. I cast Jump on the car? Oh, baby. Uh, I love the cartooniness of this. I absolutely think you can cast jump on the car, which is essentially like the car kind of like bends down, like kind of sinks into its springs in its, uh, in its shocks. Uh, it just sinks down and then just boing releases all of the tension. That was the potential energy. Uh, and it's going to try to, I'm assuming jump over top of the, uh, Oh fuck. Yeah. Right over the jump truck. Uh, freaking amazing. I need you to make a vehicle handling check, though. I'm gonna fail. Uh, okay. <laughs> I grab hold of the wheel. Ah, 12. Can I, because I haven't acted yet, can I use my reaction to assist, uh, a, a young, uh, Mick Salem over here? Uh, yes, but I do need you to explain to me how you are assisting with this. So I see Salem tense up by, behind the wheels, and I just go up behind them, and I just kind of tap them on the shoulder. It's all right. You are what you are. Go get him! <laughs> what a weird just, inspirational point. It's just inspiration. I just, I'm, I'm like, I believe in you. I believe in you, Salem. Salem's going to uh, look back over their, their shoulder and grin. Thanks, Jeeps. All right, make another, make it, make that other check to see if you get a higher roll with advantage. Kick their ass! And right as I cast the spell, focus, hunch down, pull back, 14 on the dex save. Okay. Or dex check, rather. Dex check, perfect. Um, uh, yeah, your proficiency, so. Okay, perfect. Uh, you, uh, all of you feel the car, uh, like get lower into the, into the, like towards the road. You don't lose any speed. In fact, as you get lower, you seem to pick up speed. And just as it feels like you're about to bottom out, uh, there is a release. The car, boing, flies through the air, um, and like fully over top of the dump truck uh that does a full somersault through the air all of you are like just with centrifugal force you're held in your seats as this car flips over while you're upside down you're passing over top of the dump truck you watch as the tommy gun gangsters just look up their faces like in shock uh and you you hear like the 
this what's going on as time slows down you flip continue flipping uh and you manage to land on top of the dump truck um just like on the cab of the dump truck and you're able to then drive off of the dump truck uh and like kind of like skid your tires and then peel off in front um as the dump truck uh is left behind uh as you flip also the other thing you see in the dump truck you see a chained dragon uh in the back of the dump truck um which as you flip over top of it uh looks up at you uh and seems like it is maybe in pain or something but uh you guys land you begin taking off jeeves it is now your turn uh, so we're right beside where the chained up dragon is, right? Uh, so you actually land like on the cab of the uh, of the dump truck, and you're able to like with that 14, you're able to drive off of the front of the cab of the dump truck and be in front of it. Or if you want to do something else, seeing this dragon, you could do something else. I was just thinking I could try and use my reach before we kind of like, get too too far away from it to kind of slash and hopefully release it. Okay. Uh, make, I would say make an attack roll. Uh, you're going for AC 16. Um, yeah, as you're trying to like hit this chain and I'm going to say you'll need to do a total damage of at least, uh, 14 to break one of these chains. It's, oh, I don't think I can actually. Okay, actually, I can actually surge. Okay. Uh, first halberd attack. Uh, that's a 10 no okay uh i i will i'll make a bonus action with the the my polar master feature uh and okay. see if i can also strike it that's an 11 no okay uh you are trying to stab whilst a car whilst you're in a car that is currently flipping through the air um you are being held back in your seat and you just catch sight of this dragon and you try to stab down at some chains and unfortunately like you just miss as you just you're sailing over top of it you're just it's hard to judge this car is cartwheeling through the air but you land on the top of this uh dump truck and you uh skid onto the front of the road in front of it uh and you guys can begin picking up speed would anybody like to do anything else uh are we out of initiative i think we could be out of initiative or if you want to keep fighting we can stay in initiative it's, it's up to you uh, so it, it did look like the dragon was in pain? It did, yeah. It did? Okay. Um, can I, can I use a flashback for a second? Yes. Okay. Yes, you may. What would you um, like to flashback to? So, before this all began, I just wanted to take a moment to create an experimental elixir. Um, and just Absolutely. have it at the ready and so when it comes to this point I can like chuck it at the dragon and hopefully it'll like break and it'll do something for it <laughs> Absolutely, yeah I think uh, as part of like still flipping this over uh, make you can throw your experimental elixir uh, I think we, I don't think like that flashback is just like it's another like quick montage of as you guys are like flipping through the air, we see for a moment, uh, we flash back to Rigby's workshop uh, as Rigby is like putting some concoctions together. Uh, some things are bubbling 
uh, and you put a stopper on something that seems like maybe slightly unstable. Um, and you, we just watch as you tuck it into your overcoat. And then we're back in the present moment. You're still flipping over top. You see this dragon below. Uh, and what would you like to do with your elixir? Um, can you, Marcus, can you roll a d6 for me? I absolutely can. Thank you. If I can find my d6, there it is. Uh, I rolled a two. A two? Okay. Yes. I'm going to try and chuck this potion at the dragon. At the dragon itself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, make an attack roll. Uh, the dragon, it's a young dragon. Uh, it's got to fit in a dump truck. Uh, let's just see what that AC is. Um, can I, like, <laughs> try to hit it as if it was, like, a dagger, I guess? Or, like, yeah, I don't really absolutely. know how, it would work, how this would work. I, I think absolutely. It's, like, it would be like throwing a dagger. I think that's okay. a perfect analogy. Um, it, it's an 18 again. I don't know why I'm rolling 18s all of a sudden. Absolutely hits the dragon. Um, so since he rolled a 2, um... The drinker's walking speed increases by 10 feet for an hour. So if if it gets free, it has 10 feet of extra movement, supposedly. If if, the, if it works that way, I don't know if it needs to adjust it or not, but... I think... I think what happens is uh, you throw your experimental potion down and you watch as, like, the muscles on the dragon's legs ripple and grow... Um, and it, I think it actually gains some strength. I think that actually works really well for this. Like, uh, you know, experimental potions increase walking speed and stuff because they give you a little bit more strength in your quads, right? This dragon, you look as the dragon gets a little bit swole um, <laughs> and uh, just starts like calling out uh, and it seems like it's straining against its things. Um, you are continuing to, like, you're just managing to kind of flip. This is just happening just as you're about to land. Um, Darthor, it is your turn. I... Uh, like, I guess I would just turn around and use the low ball to shoot the driver on the, the truck. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, make an attack roll. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 absolutely hits you slam into the ground you're all you're basically unfazed as you turn around take aim fire this shot slams through the windshield windshield into the driver how much damage 13 13 damage uh again uh the driver these guys are, are just bandits the drivers uh so they only have 11 hit points uh oh god so <laughs> you land uh, you fire your arrow. Uh, the driver uh, fully uh, like clocks it, uh, goes down, and Paul, can you make me a luck check? Uh, it's the d20, right? Yeah, just a straight up d20. I roll a 11. Okay. Uh, with an 11, you beat a 10, which is what I was hoping for. Uh, I think as a car flies over top of this thing, lands on it, and like then drives off the front of it. The natural instinct of this driver was to put his foot onto the brake as opposed to f more on the gas. So as he dies, his like foot falls farther onto the brake and the dump truck behind you comes to a screeching stop behind you. You are able to make your exit. You are able to escape out of here. Uh, 
any last things anybody would like to do just before you kind of leave these uh, gangsters in the dust? Uh, Rigby, did you uh, give that dragon steroids? <laughs> Not steroids per se, just just a little boost. Ah, gotcha. Drugs, understandably. Yeah, you got it. Uh, <laughs> just hard, hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have to arrest the, the dragon if they want to come after us first. It, it'll <laughs> it'll get out of its system, oh, don't worry. Uh, you, like, a moment later, as you're kind of talking about this, you hear that sound again. You see a burst of fire above the back of this uh, dump truck, and then you hear a metal crunching sound and you watch as a dragon's form trailing chains uh, flaps up and it seems like it was able using its action to break out of the chains thanks to an experimental potion Uh, and this dragon flaps up uh, and just starts calling out in anger uh, and is just going to fly around and is starting to like burn the cars that are that like of the gangsters as you guys take off into the night uh with that you are able to make it to your safe house you're able to get to the uh the new location this uh outer romic ward you find a safe house which is just like this old car garage uh it used to be a a a horse barn it has been converted to a, a car garage um but it's in a dilapidated building it looks like Everything is kind of sinking. The wood itself is wet and moldy, but you're able to get into this into this building and you close the door behind you and you feel like you made it. You guys have successfully outrun everything that I threw at you. You had all of these crazy things happen and somehow your planning mostly worked out. <laughs> And now the only thing that is left to do is to decide how to fence this and what to do with the money. Considering that it was my uh, Salem's plan, I say that all of the funds go directly towards them. Oh, what? No, 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 Jeeves. You know, I couldn't couldn't have done this without um, without everybody else as well. (laughs) So such generosity, understandably. I mean, I'll take I'll take a larger share if you want, but <clears throat> I uh, I'd I like to that. talk about the renegotiation of this contract. I feel like we carried you, so we should all get a bigger share than me. Absolutely, but I planned the thing. Salem also was the one who got those cars to crash at the very beginning. Do not forget. That's true. And then who made the belt and who made the modifications okay, for the car. Okay, we can all have equal shares. All right. Equal shares. Yeah, so where's my 20%? <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got to sell it first, Arthur. I mean, we can't, can't just give you the money. You don't have, don't have it yet. Uh. Perfect. Uh, when you guys go to sell it, are you looking to sell it purely for profit? Are you looking to kind of get it back into the hands of people who might need it. What are you thinking? Are these actually just healing potions? These are actually just healing potions. They've got to go back to the people who need them. 
Yeah. And if if the rest of the party disagrees, Salem will steal them from the rest of the party. your heist. Watch me. Uh, perfect. Uh, so uh, after a little bit of time, the potions uh, they're not as hot as they were. Uh, you feel like you can probably distribute them safely without everyone knowing exactly who you are, where you got them. Um, and as you're unloading the crates, uh, can someone please make an investigation check for me? Who was the one that made the last sure. time? I just got to roll better. Hang on. Right. Uh, oh, can... 22. It's not bad. Hmm. Okay. 22. I'm pulling a flashback. We see these cars getting kitted out. Uh, we see uh, Brayden Calceas, um walking around, talking about this new shipment, this new business opportunity of these health potions that can be sold at ridiculous profit because people need to heal. Um, and you, like, we see Calceas saying, Martin, just while we're at it, we might as well smuggle some gold. Uh, and you see them putting in uh, hidden compartments all throughout these vehicles. Uh, and they're like loading in bars of gold uh, around all of like the wheel wells of these trucks and underneath the floorboards. And there's like diamonds and gems. And as you finish this flashback, the last shot we have is the five of you after selling everything, opening up one of these compartments and seeing probably 500 gold worth of diamonds and gold bars in one hidden compartment. And we watch as a smile plays across your faces and then we roll credits. All right. Thank you guys Wahoo! very much. Yeah. Money. Thank you. I'm, I'm so disappointed. We didn't get an elf. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. We... I'm so oh. I'm, I'm rioting. Hang on, so, you know what? Okay, you need... right? I did promise it. But um, we we did have a half elf though, and you didn't do a French accent. Oh my god! Yeah. All right. So Gosh. in that flashback, I'm rewriting <laughs> flashback. So uh, I'm pulling a flashback. We see a flashback of a flashback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a DM. I can do what I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see uh, these cars getting ready for this new shipment, and we hear uh, we hear Braden Calceas saying, "Messrs, what a new business opportunity! This will be fantastic. Yes, take all of the healing potions as they're coming into the city and sell them at ridiculous profit. <laughs> it's it's flawless." Ha, boss, boss, this seems like uh, potentially immoral, but. You know, I'm I'm here for it. I think this is good. And then we see uh, one of the mechanics, an elven guy uh, wearing goggles, uh, puts his goggles up and says, "It's me, Mario's." Uh, no, it's he can't be Mario. God damn, Marcus! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Mario. Mario. <laughs> Mario's. Hello, boss. It's me, uh, Luigi. Uh, I thought maybe if we are also. Using these vehicles, we could uh, we could smuggle some gold. Uh, I've built these special compartments, uh, and the last shot we see 
is as I described before, and then we roll credits. Tune in next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. The next few weeks will be more games similar to this. Next week, we're jumping into an element of Cricket's backstory set during his college days, and it is sure to be a blast. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com, all spelled out, to be the sneakiest burglar around. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. But we cannot guarantee that we'll be there when your letter arrives. Mystery. We'd love to hear from you, though. And if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Susick. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, Paul Hu, and Lore Gary. Thank you again to Lore and Paul for joining us on this crazy adventure. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels. Everyone have spikes? Yep, 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 yep. Spike, 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 spike. Spike, 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 Mr. Spike Man. Send me a spike. Give me some spikes now, cause I need some spikes. That was really well in tune, guys.